Hi friends and welcome back to another episode of Sounds Like a You Problem. I am your host Daisy and I am so excited to be here. How are you guys today? How was your week? How were your holidays? Your ho- well, just Thanksgiving I guess. Um, how was it? Was it good? I am recording this pre-Thanksgiving so um, I'm sure mine will be great so, but I, I can't answer that. So I want to talk today about mindset and you might think I'm crazy by the end of this video but I think that that's okay because to be quite honest with you to survive in this world and to make moves and progress, I think that you need a little bit of delusion, just a teensy little dash, if you will. And me talking about this is important because a lot of people come or approach this subject, I should say, with a very like manifestation, what you believe is what will happen type of vibe. And though I do think that that holds some weight, like I think it holds a little bit, we're, we're going to explain that. We're going to talk about it, okay? Your mindset is so hard to navigate life's challenges and to have strength and grace and it's just a, a core part of personal development and mental toughness is more than just enduring hardship, okay? You want to thrive in the face of adversity, you want to be able to adapt to change, and you want to be able to bounce back stronger than ever when something happens. And if I'm continuing to glance to the side, it's because I have a lot of notes. There are times where I listen back to my episodes and I forget to mention things and it drives me nuts. So if you're watching the YouTube version of this, I'm sorry, but as of right now, I do have some things that are lightly scripted key points to hit, so that's what's happening. This is a combination of emotional intelligence, self-discipline, and having a growth mindset. That's overall what is going to give you the best mindset and help you to improve your mindset. So a lot of times you'll hear people be like, oh, well, what you what you think, like what you believe is what you create, is what will happen. And I think that only, it holds some weight, right? I don't think that that's, that entire phrase or sentence is the end all be all. But when you think about it, if we've talked about, and you've heard, I'm sure, that if you have your eyes set on this red Jeep that you wanna buy, then all of a sudden, all you're gonna see is red Jeeps. Cause it's on your mind, it's what sticks out to you, it's what you notice, it's what you're thinking about. So it becomes more evident and aware um, in your brain. and. This is the absolute best example because I know this is a universal experience. I know you guys can all relate to that. Maybe you all don't want to own a red Jeep, but I know at some point in your life you have wanted to own some type of vehicle and you've been thinking about it nonstop and then all of a sudden it's all you see. But it just happens to be all you notice that you see. And this is literal proof that if you tell your brain something or you're focusing on something in your mind, your brain looks for proof. That's what your brain does. And it's crazy. Like I heard this, I read this in a self-help book one time. I'm sure I've, I've heard people talk about it on podcasts or interviews or things like that because I'm constantly consuming content that I think will improve me or that I might be able to take bits and pieces away from that will help change my perspective and shape me into a better person overall. So if you're listening to this for that reason, thanks. Um, I'm the same way and that's why I created this podcast. I'm your new big sister. And yeah, so I think, uh, again, that that's a universal experience that we have all had. And to have that proof, right, that your brain is looking for proof when you start to focus and think on things is crazy. That will, that shifted my perspective because I'm like, well, if, if I'm constantly telling myself that my car is going to break down by the time that I get my paycheck, it's gonna. 
because something's gonna actually need done that I could probably put off or I would have had more money come to me in some way, shape or form. I would have been focusing on that and that would have happened, but instead I was focusing on my car, so that's what happened. And that's what I noticed happened and it holds so much weight and I feel like, oh, of course, of course this happened. Like, oh, I knew it, I knew it. You know what, I, you know what I'm saying? Because your brain is looking for proof. So it will find that proof and it will logically um, rationalize anything, even the smallest thing, like, like your tire might go flat. It could be aired up and fixed, but you're like, see, I knew it was going to be a car problem of some sort, like, because your brain is looking for proof. And so it's logistically explaining that that flat tire, even though it can be aired up and your tire is totally fine, it's an inconvenience to you and you were already dreading it and thinking about it. So now it exists in your reality. Um, now that's a little bit, like I said, on more of like the floofy things, but I feel like with that explanation, your brain looks for proof. I, I, th I think that you can believe me. I think if you're listening to me right now, now you believe me. I've changed your mind too. Because when I heard that, I was like, what? That's crazy. But you're so right. And you start to practice it in your daily life. Like start to like prove it to yourself if you want. Be like, um, today I'm going to hit mostly green lights, right? And then you'll notice every single green light you hit. And you won't notice all of the red ones. You might if you're, like, keeping score or you're super, super skeptical. But that's just an example. And I think that it holds, again, some weight. Because if I'm focusing on how late I am and I'm everything's going to slow me down, I'm, every car that's going the speed limit is going to feel like they're going 20 miles under. I'm going to be annoyed with them. I'm going to be like, oh, why can't you just go 7 miles over the speed limit? I'm going to be annoyed with it because I feel like I'm already late. I feel like I'm already rushing. And I feel like every single thing that happens from then on forward is to only make me later and contribute to my lateness. Does that make sense? And so you're going to notice all the red lights. You're going to notice that. You're not going to notice any of the, the happy good things. It's like, oh, I hit that green light. It could have been red. Or, oh, I'm so glad I got behind someone that was at least going the speed limit and wasn't like driving erratically and I was too scared to follow you know follow them and I had to like slow down or I'm glad that there wasn't a wreck or I'm glad that you know there wasn't construction or whatever it may be you're not going to notice any of those things that could have also inhibited you from getting to your goal your destination on time you're just going to notice what doesn't because that's what you're thinking about so when we talk about your mindset and what you're thinking about creates your reality, to an extent, it does. To an extent, it does. Obviously, your actions and then other extenuating circumstances that you have no control over also contribute to that. But it is so much more enjoyable to have a life where your mindset is mostly positive. It's impossible. Well, maybe it's not impossible if you're like a Buddhist or something. I don't know. But that takes like years and years and years of like mental determination. All of this does. Um, I just feel like we're pretty far removed from that. So it might take a very, very, very hard time to get there. But it's, it's just crucial to cultivate a positive and realistic mindset. So you want it to be realistic and you want it to be positive. The reason that I love manifestation and I think that it is amazing that everyone believes in it. I'm sorry, not everyone believes in it, but the reason that I, I'm glad that it's almost like a trend or something that's trendy to talk about manifestation is because even if you don't inherently agree with the basis behind manifestation or you don't think that it works, I do think that it allows a lot of people to think outside the box, to push themselves further than they would, and to dream of of, of goals and, and have dreams bigger than that what they would have without clinging on to manifestation. Does that make sense? And I'm happy for those people. I'm glad they have that. And I think everyone should have that in their life, should be able to believe in themselves more than they do. And manifestation kind of opens this opens this premise of, of I can do anything. And it kind of starts to make you believe it. 
And that helps. That is super beneficial to your mindset because if you believe that you can't, you won't. If you tell yourself you can't, you won't. Tell yourself you're going to fail, you won't. You won't try. You won't try the said thing, so then you'll fail. And failure doesn't exist. Go listen to that episode because that doesn't even... So that doesn't even make sense. Go listen to that episode. Failure doesn't exist. Um, so we need practical strategies to build up resilience and to, you know, fight and combat those negative thoughts that change us and have a, you know, chain us down and have our minds circling and spinning around about all the bad things that happen to us all the time. That's not a fun, healthy way to live. It's exhausting and um, it's, it's depressing. It's quite depressing. And I think that I haven't had a, a spat or a spell of, of depression in a year. And a lot of that has to do with me being grateful and writing down what I'm grateful for. On my bio, on Instagram, for at a minimum of nine years, it might be longer than that, but for sure at least nine years, my bio has always said that gratitude leads you to happiness. I've seen the quote somewhere. It's probably on Pinterest, honestly, at some point. But I heard, I heard gratitude leads you to, I read it, gratitude leads you to happiness. And I thought, interesting, because I just want to be happy so bad. You know, that was nine years ago. I was 16, 17. And I was struggling. I wanted to be happy so, so bad. And I thought, okay, well, if having gratitude can lead you directly into happiness, then I want to be grateful. And no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter where you're at, there is something that you can be grateful for. You can be grateful that you're warm. You can be grateful that all your limbs work. You can be grateful for owning a car. You can be grateful that you have a debt because you know that it's building your credit. Like you can put a spin on anything and find gratitude in it. And when I worked at the rehab, everyone would write down what they were grateful for every morning and what their goal was for the day. And I would join them. Um, even though I was like directing the class, I would join them and it carried on over into my daily life. I still do it. I still do it. I won't say every single day and it is more or less typically in the evening, but I'll write it down if I'm going to write it down. But especially when I'm going through like winter blues and or maybe just like a confusing hard time in my life, I will write down what I'm grateful for. I'll challenge myself to write five things and it always ends up turning into 10 or 15. I even have lists where they go up to like 40 in one evening because once you start, then you're like, oh, well, I'm also grateful for this and I'm also grateful for this. And I try to mentally talk I try to mentally like have a prayer or a saying or really reflect on what I'm grateful for in the morning. I don't do it every morning, but I really try to, whether I'm in the car on the way to work or I'm just laying in bed trying to wake up for the day, that is where I will try to shift my mind because I notice that it helps put me in a already positive space. You know, if you are in a space of gratitude, you are already in a positive space and you will never run out of things to be grateful for. There will always be something, no matter how hard or, or terrible or horrific your situation, there will always be something grateful to, to, to find. And I feel like this is the perfect, perfect episode to come out directly after Thanksgiving, and I didn't even think about that, but there are so many things to be thankful for as well. Um, so it's kind of coincides. It's a little bit of the same thing. Um, so by focusing on like the lessons and the growth that they bring, again, you can put a spin on anything. So uh, that's one thing, mindful awareness. So practicing mindfulness to stay present and reducing the impact of stressors on your mental well-being. I, those are a lot of big words and it's like, what did she just say? To practice mindfulness, to be mindful, to have mindful awareness, okay, helps you stay present and reduces the impact of stressors on your mental well-being. 
that goes right back to the red light, green light, goes right back to traffic, construction, what inhibits you, what doesn't. It goes right back to what you're thinking about and what your brain is looking for proof for because it's what you're telling yourself. That is mindful awareness, so being aware of what you're telling yourself. And adaptability, I almost said that wrong. To embrace change and develop the ability to adapt to new circumstances. This is actually one that happens to me very often. And again, I'm going to use a traffic type of metaphor because we all drive a car. We've all driven a car. When I get rerouted or there is construction that makes me have to take a different route to get to my destination, that's very last minute that that I'm very annoyed with, right? Like maybe I'm not going to be there on time or maybe I don't know this way or now I have to pull my GPS up. There's all those inconveniences, right, that we can acknowledge. But I like to sit there and be like, I'm thankful for this. I'm grateful because what if there was an accident the other way? What if this avoided me from, you know, having a horrific car accident? What if this is because it's going to put me at my destination at exactly the time that I need to be there? What if this is helping me miss out on a line that I would be standing in anyway? What if? So I try to look at, because all of these are what ifs. Because you could have took the, the other way. It's like, what if I took the other way? Well, if you took the other way, all of these things could have happened as well. So I try to put a positive spin on it. And so by adapting adapting to taking that new route to get to my destination, I'm putting a positive spin on it, being aware of what I'm telling myself and trying to find gratitude in every single situation. And it is, it's hard. It takes practice. It takes time. I cannot tell you that every single time I get in the car and drive my car, am I thinking about this? But it is often um, because I have the most time, I feel like, when I'm in my car to reflect and think. Building a strong network and surrounding yourself with positive influences who uplift and inspire you. Now, environmentally, you can choose who you hang out with. It is not the easiest thing to get into places and hang out with people who are smarter and stronger and braver than you. You might get opportunities and be super lucky and that might happen for you and to you, but usually you have to work pretty hard for that. But something that you do have control over literally right now is not hanging out with negative people. You have the ability to set boundaries and create the relationships and curate the relationships in your life and take inventory of them. And you get to decide whether they are positively affecting you or negatively affecting you. You never want to be the smartest person in the room because you're never going to learn anything. And that is all a you thing. Now, again, I'm going to Thanksgiving. Um, You probably went to Thanksgiving and you might have felt like, wow, I'm the smartest person in this room and there is no point for me to be here right now. But that's not the point, okay? The point is that you went to a holiday to spend time with family, to eat good food, and to hopefully curate and strengthen relationships with the people there that you do enjoy, that are good to you, right? Holidays are, are a tough one. That's that's a hard one, guys. And so my heart is with you. If you didn't get to celebrate or um, your celebration didn't go as planned, I get it. It's life, but we can put a positive spin on this. Maybe it gave you the awareness that you need to set a boundary with a family member. Maybe it gave you some insight that you probably need to um, not share as many things about your personal life with specific individuals as much as you do, right? So again, gratitude, mindset, being aware of what we're thinking and how we're thinking about it instead of just being like, oh, everyone in my family is just the worst. I have no one good around me. Um, Because then you're going to feel like that because all you're going to see is the bad that's around you. Um, And then setting realistic goals and to break them out them down into manageable steps and to celebrate small victories along the way. This really resonates with me when we talk about my sobriety because 
it was a realistic goal for me to get sober, but I had to break it down into manageable steps. So it had to go from, uh, you know, me going to the doctor to get medication, to me taking it really slow and easy on myself, to me building up a, a nighttime bedtime routine, to me starting to set boundaries and cut people out of my life, to me starting to find new hobbies. It was it was steps that I integrated into my life to, to slowly but ultimately change my entire life. And those were manageable. And I had to celebrate every single small victory, every single one. So I was like, day 10, woo, double digits, you know, um, day seven, wow, I'm at a week, like it's amazing. And I celebrated my six months and I was super excited about 90 days because it's three months, but I was way more excited about 100 days. I don't know why 100 days just sounds better and it's cooler. I think we can agree with that. Um, still to this day on my one and two year, I went out to eat at a very fancy restaurant and celebrated myself. Um, sometimes with one time I did it with family. One time it was just with me and my partner, things like that. Those are actually really big victories, but I'm also celebrating the small ones along the way. Like, um, I remember I booked a massage for my first ever massage. I'd never gotten a massage before. And I was like, you know what? I think I was three or six months sober. And I was like, this is going to be my reward. I've never done this before. I'm saving a ton of money by not drinking and I'm doing really, really good to be healthy. And it's something I've always wanted to try and do and, and reward myself with. So I'm going to go get a, a massage. Um, we've talked a, a lot about being able to set realistic goals and break them down and making sure that you're setting a goal that you know is attainable. So I, I don't think that I need to get dive any further into that. Uh, so self-discipline is also something that I've talked about a lot, uh, to be able to create a habit and habits and routines that contribute to your overall well-being definitely has to do with self-discipline. If you have not heard, I think it's self-care. No, it's how to trust yourself. So the in the episode, how to trust yourself, um, I really talk about self-discipline and how that will contribute to your self-confidence, how you show up in every room, how you approach any relationship in your life, and literally will change every single aspect of your life. If, you're not, if you have not listened to that episode, I'm telling you, it is one of the biggest lessons that I have learned that have had the greatest impact on my life. And so I highly suggest listening to it because I was not even aware that I didn't trust myself until the information was brought to the forefront of my mind. And I talk about that in that episode. So self-discipline is so, so important. If you tell yourself something and you don't follow through on it, you're not going to trust yourself. There's going to be no integrity within yourself. And if you don't do everything 100%, you will do nothing 100%. So if you're constantly half-assing the smallest tasks, the simplest tasks, and you're like, oh, just whatever, it'll be fine for now. Like, I'll just move on. Like, we'll get to it later. You won't get to it later. You won't hold yourself accountable. You won't do that. And you will continuously do everything through your life half-ass. And that is not a way to live. That's not fun. We don't want to be that. We want to be better, right? So Make sure that you're really doing everything as small as it may be 100% because then it gives you the, the, the confidence, the willpower, and the mindset and this, the, the, the mind strength to be able to do big and hard things 100%. And that's very important. So yeah, just remember to challenge your negative thoughts and reframe them in a positive light. Take care of your body, whether it's through exercise or nutrition or sufficient rest, whatever you can start with first. I know that not all of those are attainable for the everyday person who works a nine to five who has kids and all these other things and they're trying to be everything for everyone all of the time. Make sure that you can you can at least start with one of those things and, and work up to to focusing on all of them. It's hard. It's hard to be a human and everything that you see online is not realistic. You're like, wow, they're doing this and they're doing that and they're doing this and they have so much time for themselves. Well, it took a lot of hard work and they probably work seven days a week and they don't show you that because no one wants to see that because it's not interesting. You know what I'm saying? And then view challenges as opportunities to learn and improve. That goes back to like reframing negative thoughts into a positive light, like challenge all hard things, challenge the every time that construction reroutes you to getting to your destination, challenge that with what is the positivity in this? What is something it's saving me from or keeping me safe from? And that's really helpful for 
for me. And I think that it will be helpful for you. And it's, it's again, it's a learning process. It's not something that every single thought about you is going to be gratitude and grateful and joy and sunshine and happiness. But this genuinely will help you overall in your life with, with your mindset. It's so important. It really is so, so important. You will hear mindset is everything and it's true. It is everything. It is the way you look at the world because perspective is everything. And all I want to do is change people's perspective. Okay, so as I wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with a quote that I think is powerful. It says, resilience is not about avoiding the storm, but learning to dance in the rain. You can say that about many things. You can say life is not about avoiding the storm, but learning to dance in the rain. I think that that sums up everything we've talked about. It is not about being upset that the storm happened. It is not about how the storm is going to ruin everything and inconvenience you. Okay, it is about learning to have a positive mindset. It's about learning to shift it in a way that can benefit you in your life. It is about focusing on the good overall. And that is resilience. That's mental toughness and that's strength. And it's an ongoing journey. Every single step that you take will bring you closer to being a stronger, more resilient, better, well-rounded, positive version of yourself. And that's what we're all trying to do here, right? Because if you're not, that sounds like a you problem. It's just, that's a you problem. And you're going to sit and you're going to sulk and you're going to pout and you're going to be a crabby, stinky, rude drag that no one wants to be around. And that's fine if if that's who you want to be. But again, a you problem. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode helpful, please don't forget to subscribe, ring the bell if you're watching this on YouTube. If you would not mind following or ringing the bell or at least giving me a five-star rating on Spotify and sharing this episode with maybe someone you think that it could help, it could benefit many. Until next time, stay resilient. I love you all. I'm Daisy and I'm signing off from Sounds Like a You Problem.